to hammer out before. Nope, we're recording, so it's too late for that now. Okay. Welcome to King Me. The King Me. One of potentially several podcasts where we talk about Stephen King movies. How much research do we do? Oh, wait, let me introduce us. <laughs> yep. I am one of your hosts. I'm Dan Gagliardi, and I'm joined by... The other host, Rob Avon. And uh, anyway, just to pick up where we left off before that yeah. formality, how much research did we do to find out if there's another show that does what we do? I looked at it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> looked at what? The other show? The other show. Yeah. Uh, Didn't seem that good. Thought we'd try our hand. Yeah. I bet we could do it better uh, based on just the titles of their episodes. Hmm. Carrie. Episode one. Yeah, we're doing lettered episodes. Episode two. And sure, maybe we're limiting ourselves down the line to 26 episodes, but then you do like A, lowercase a. Yeah, or double A? Double A. Yeah. Like we're writing a thesis paper outline. AC. Yeah. AD. And and so on. And so on. Let's Uh, keep going. (laughs) Really? You want to keep going? All right. All right. Uh, so basically, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the movies of Stephen King. Right now, what does that mean? That all right? In, because you haven't told me. <laughs> this is still up in the air, but <laughs> <laughs> which is why we're recording it. Yes. Um, in my mind, we should be doing every movie that every fo- like feature length movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to fuck with the short films. Okay. Okay. I don't have time Bad, for yeah, short films. We're already I only off. want those miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, the rule is if it was adapted from a Stephen King uh, piece of writing. As, as of right now, that's what it is. There's, there's a bit of contention as to whether or not we should do as a creep show. or Yeah. Yeah. Because he wrote... On, he wrote for a story for that movie, which I don't. I forget which one, but he wrote it. He's yeah. a writer mm-hmm. that's of novels. Of novels. Uh, so we. Uh, so right, creep just, show. Creep show. We'll see. We'll see. There was also some talk of movies that have cameos from Stephen King. Mm. Like for, that. Your example was my example was Night Riders, mm. which is. Stars Ed Harris as the king in a medieval, uh, not in a medieval. It's a, it's the setting is the seventies, but he's part of a renaissance, a traveling renaissance fair, and he is the king, and he jousts on motorcycles, and it's directed by George Romero. <laughs> Which, it, yeah, there are a couple of things I think we're gonna just make exceptions for because we feel like it. Yeah, there are there are guidelines for how the show's gonna go, but I really want to do. Um, in the Mouth of Madness, the John Carpenter movie. Right. That might be a crossover for our other upcoming podcast, Wall to Wall Carpenter. Right. Well, yeah, I feel like those two worlds, they, they could bump in like in those... T- um, uh, what's the other one? Christine. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. directed by John Carpenter, but it's a Stephen King book first, which that's... It's a crossover. A, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a crossover. That can be a crossover episode on which we both appear. Yes. That would be fun if we were both on the crossover uh, episode. We could have us as guests. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're each other's guests. Yes. I like that. No host. <laughs> no. We won't talk about... We won't know what to do 
if we don't have anyone It'll be guiding the, our hands, right. our little hands. Oh, man. If there's no host, oh, boy. Play it real loose. Looser than this. Yes. This is pretty good so far. We've managed to stay mostly well, on maybe. task. I don't know. <laughs> no disrespect to my uh, girlfriend, Dara, who interrupted the show to only to get bleeped out. What? <laughs> she's got headphones in. She's being respectful yeah. of our space. So she, She's watching a movie on her iPad. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. We're, I was just referencing the fact that you interrupted the show. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's a, <laughs> yes. a good bit of dead air. <laughs> Maybe we'll was, actually... We should add a bleep just to cover the dead air. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> All right. So, so that's the general sort of idea. And why are we doing this? I don't know. Here's why I wanted to do it. All right. I'll, I'll bounce off of that. All right. This is good. Um, I really like Stephen King movies. Mm. The bad ones. Um, and the good ones. But, most, but like, more the bad ones. Yeah. One of the first movies I remember seeing was The Shining. <laughs> and that's, first off... Too scary. Too scary. Didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I was definitely too young because, like, I know it was before I was 10 years old. Mm. And any, like, any time you see The Shining before 10. It's like a, it's like a goy bar mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah. I really became a man. If you're not a chosen person, you right. just watch The Shining. <laughs> I'm, like, eight years old and watching <laughs> like, is that bear giving that ghost a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even realize, you just unlocked the existing knowledge of blowjobs that you had. Yeah, You yeah. were born with. The, that filing cabinet <laughs> was just unlocked, and all those files spilled out right then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'll tell you why I'm doing it. Yeah. It's because I thought of the great title. King Me. King Me. Yeah. The Stephen King movie podcast. Yeah. Now, we should, t- we should mention that we are only discussing the movies as movies within the Stephen King uh, cinematic canon. We're not discussing them as they compare to the novels. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not read any Stephen King books. I have read the first four and a half Dark Tower books. Nice. Uh I don't know why people like Stephen King as an author. <laughs> I feel like... Let's start this off right. By trashing yes. um, the man himself, Mr. King. Mr. Mr. King. Mr. Scary Face. Yeah. His face is scarier than his work, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, it's... I've started his books. I've started a few <laughs> yeah, books. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I've gotten like... I feel like I've gotten about 100 pages into, like, five or six Stephen King books. Mm. And, you know, had another, what, 500 to 1,000 pages to go. <laughs> and I, was, I just decided it wouldn't be worth it in the end. As someone who's completed several novels, yeah. and granted they're part of, like, a larger series, I can tell you they're not. for sure. They're not worth going, uh, they're not worth finishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're certainly not worth picking up the next one in a series. Yeah. And every time I finish it, like, okay. So to start our Stephen King movie podcast, I want to talk about a movie that a book that has not been adapted into a movie and tell you that the first Dark Tower book is, yeah, it's good. Like it's fun and there's world building. I guess that's why people 
like Stephen King, right? Is because he builds worlds. <sighs> is that why they like him? I I, I don't know. I right really... off the bat, I don't like that we're talking about books. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I've said world building too many times for <laughs> me to love myself. Yeah. He does... Well, I feel like maybe he builds worlds, but he's real hung up on the state of Maine. <laughs> so he's building one world. Yeah, one New England world. Yeah. I've never been to Maine, but I imagine it's just a nightmare. It's right? too scary. Yeah. <laughs> Would not live there. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he's... It's the world building. It's like... My other problem with him as a writer is that he's quite sure he's very funny. <laughs> he is not very funny. He always writes like a funny character. I mean, it uh, happens in the movies as well, but like he's not always writing those screenplays, so I don't want right. to hang that on him. Um, but yeah, he is a he. He writes a lot of like funny characters cranked up to eleven. Oh God, where all they do is make jokes. Yeah, no matter what. We're, right to the point where you're like, this person has to be fucking with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like he can't be this one dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> this this fucking clown. There's actually in one of. I'm sorry to go back to the Dark Tower, but in I think book four, they're riding a demon train. It's a it's a locomotive. That's a demon. Okay. Um, it's artificial <laughs> intelligence has like you know gone. What if gone there rogue. was a demon train? Sure, just put a demon in everything. Every mode of transportation can be scary. Yeah, Langoliers, airplanes, got it. Christine, cars, got it. Maximum overdrive, <laughs> big trucks, big trucks. Yeah, <laughs> oh. big big trucks. Jeez. Is there a bicycle movie? Hmm. Um, there's that scene in in the Mouth of Madness yeah, where he keeps riding past the scary it. bicyclist. Yeah, yeah. Good enough. Good enough. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, they're on a demon train, and the whole thing is that you have to out-riddle the train. The train loves riddles. So if you can... Oh, and boy. incidentally, uh, the gunslinger, uh, Roland... Loves riddles also. Loves riddles. It, it's a part of the gunslinger culture from his home world, is that they tell each other riddles at like the cotillion dances and... That's how you prove your manhood. That's, sounds like a real hobbit. It's some real bullshit. Um, so they can't stump him with mm. a riddle. So um, Eddie, the funny character. Mm. Oh, this ball buster. He <laughs> just, he tells jokes. That's how he stumps the train. Is because jokes like- are, because riddles are logical and jokes are illogical. And this whole book makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So he's just. Doing like his set, it's like an ba- hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's basically like how much time? Do there it? might be a dead baby joke in his like. Like that's the degree of uh, fun guy. What hack. is the best dead baby joke you got? <laughs> if we're gonna get off this demon train without getting electrocuted, I'm. I'm this is what this happens is, in the book. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. Go ahead. And as I'm saying this, imagine me as like a, a big cowboy who's also a knight. Done. If we're gonna get off this train without getting electrocuted by it, and it's also a demon, you're gonna have to tell this demon a funny joke that it can't guess the punchline to. Right. Yeah. So wait, what's the the what's the joke the, yeah. that gets him? It's like a few jokes in a row, and it's okay. it's like a does not compute kind of situation. Uh. Yeah, the train does not compute. <laughs> the demon train. The demon train does not compute. Great. That's an episode title. <laughs>
Not Carrie. We can't call it Carrie. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're talking about Carrie on this episode. The, we're, that was okay. That, so that's the next thing. I, <laughs> I was thinking that we should go in chronological order of those movies. Yes. Because I feel like they start off very good. Uh, Carrie is a good movie. Salem's Lot is a good movie as I remember it. Mm-hmm. Shining. Excellent. And then so Not on, if so you on. ask Stephen King who has terrible taste in horror. Yeah. Uh, that well, here's they remade The Shining as a miniseries with Rebecca De Mornay and Stephen Weber. Mm. And it, Stephen King was like this is closer to the book. And it was probably a, a lot of nothing, I'd imagine. A lot of oh, dialogue. Oh, hell of a lot of nothing. Yeah. Um, the book had, which I didn't know this, but I watched the miniseries, so I know this now. Mm-hmm. The book had, you know, the hedge maze. Mm-hmm. It also had hedge animals that, uh, like, came to life and yeah, terrorized people. That's so that's, so Stephen Kingy. It's too Kingy. You, yeah. And, but we're not talking about the remake of The Shining today. Yet, but we will. <laughs> Yeah, and so chronological, and then we wanted to probably hit up those remakes mm. and all the sequels. <laughs> We're going to be busy for a little while. Yeah, there's probably about 50 of these movies. And now here's, I don't know, we might be driven mad before we reach the end. I was about to say, my question is, when do you think we'll stop doing this? How far into this process? I don't know. How many minutes have we been doing this one right now? <laughs> Where are we, actually? 14 minutes. 14 minutes of pure gold. All <laughs> right. So. Gobbly gold. Should we get into Carrie? Uh, we can get, yeah. Unless you have any more opening remarks. Um, I don't think so. Anything I think that's more? the gist of the show. Yeah. As it is right now. Yeah. We're not, we're not trying to, you know, yeah. blow any minds here. Right. We're just trying to help you commute to work, if you'll let us. Yeah. So, all right, so Carrie. 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 74? 19, I don't know. <laughs> um, I want to tell everyone what was open on your iPad instead of helpful notes. <laughs> yes. It was a drum machine. <laughs> I was composing a beat. <laughs> I I was uh I walked by your office before and I just heard the sound of a hi-hat closing. Yeah. Like tss, tss. Ooh, that's sounding great in the cans. <laughs> Real tinny. <laughs> Fucking hot. Uh, and we can uh, cut this out. No, we can't. No no edits. Mm. Son of a fucking bitch. What? All right, well, now I have to 76. Seven, 1976. Carrie, directed by... <laughs> Brian De Palma. Brian Scarface De Palma. <laughs> Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, Amy Irving, William Catt, PJ, John Travolta. Oh, right. Oh, my God. We got to talk about John Travolta. Nancy Allen, Betty Buckley, and PJ Souls. PJ Souls. Yeah. It also features... um, Oh, Cheswick. Who's Cheswick? From One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest as the poetry teacher. Oh, yes, yes. Ches- yes. Um, I was going to say Edie McClurg, who plays the principal's assistant in Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that was her, right? Yeah, the woman with, with the, glasses, the, gl- the, girl with the glasses. The teenager. Yeah, the teenager. The not 55-year-old woman. Right. That was very She's, confusing to me. I've only seen her as a teenager and a 55-year-old woman. And you know what she looks like as a teenager? A 55-year-old woman. 
She looks maybe five years younger than she does in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> yeah. I, those movies are only uh, maybe ten years apart. Mm. Imagine being her agent at the time, and she's like, get me more teenager roles. I'm sick of playing not even moms, but aunts. Older aunts. <laughs> Older aunts, yeah. Um, yeah, so Carrie, 1976, the first adaptation of a Stephen King novel. Mm. This is it. And, like, really came out of the gate swinging. Yeah. Do well, you come out of a gate swinging? Yeah, horses when they horses leave the gates, <laughs> they come out <laughs> swinging their fist hooves. <laughs> yeah, this, oh. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fold that into my daily speech. Let's see. Uh, Brian De Palma had made a couple movies: Phantom of the Paradise. Mm. Ever see that? No. It's a Phantom of the Opera style movie. It's set in Miami in 1984. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm. But it's set in the mid 70s, so. Mm. Oh, no. Guys, <laughs> um, Rob and I, we both ha- we're both taking notes as we work here to, uh, to provide for you the best possible podcast experience. Now, we both write with Pilot G2 pens. I'm not going to lie, these are not. The most affordable pens. These are not the pen of the proletariat. No. These are a bit bougie. Um, they they write in beautiful, like, gelish ink. Yeah, it's... The point is so pointy. That's what I, I like that. It's and like it, writing with a quill. Yeah, and the ink, it's kind of... It's a little bit runny. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I like a lot. I have... I, for one, have, like, very flowy, almost cursive handwriting. Mm. So it's important to me that I have a pen that is as fluid as uh, my penmanship. Now, why am I mentioning this? A few seconds ago, you might have heard a tap, tap, tapping on the ground. That was the sound of me breaking the clip on my G2 pen, with, uh, thereby devaluing the pen from a dollar twenty-five to mm, easily a dollar fifteen. Yes. This is devastating. <laughs> The resale value. Yeah. So uh, um, as this episode goes on, I want you to keep in mind that I'm dealing with that. So we're talking about um, Phantom of the Paradise. Phantom of the Paradise starring um, Paul Williams. A name I don't instantly recognize. Paul Williams wrote all the Muppets songs. Okay. He was on that episode of Nerdist where he was like... uh, Maybe break out on a picture here. Um, well, dang it, Rob! Why don't people just listen to the Nerdist? Then? You know that guy? I don't know that guy. He wrote um, "Rainbow Connection." Oh, okay. So on top of many other songs, but mm. that's that one is the one that touched my. Um, now, when you say on top of many other songs, does that mean all of his songs were meant to be played simultaneously? Yeah, it's like a, a Flaming Lips album. Oh God. <laughs> Well then, I'll it's never. It's really for a madman. <laughs> um, so he he had done a few films before this, so this wasn't his first night out. <laughs> what is she doing? She was smiling and waving at me. Oh boy! Yeah, I'm sorry. He looked at me. Rob looked at me. Brian De Palma from Newark, New Jersey. Yeah, he's, he's a, a Jersey boy. He is a Jersey boy. Ooh. Um. All right, so, Carrie, what's it about? I don't know. I, I know, I know. I watched the whole damn thing. 
Carrie. It's the uh, coming of age story. It's it a Bildungsroman. All right, about... so let's start with the first scene, though. Yes, we uh, smash cut. Smash cut to a lot of pubic hair. Yeah. A lot. For an opening credit scene? Yeah. Probably well, the most pubic hair I've seen before, in an opening, cr- opening credit scene. Before we even get to that, we have like the cold open of her playing um, co-ed, like gym class volleyball. Oh my god, yes. And everyone losing their shit when, they ca- when she costs them the game. Carrie loses the game for her team, and someone tells her to eat shit, and they peg her with the volleyball as mm. if it matters at all. So the, yeah. right off the bat, you're you know you're dealing with unstable people who care too much about gym class volleyball. When was the last time you played volleyball? Um, oh, how old am I? Twenty four. Probably would have been about six years ago, six to seven years ago in high gym, school. High school gym class volleyball. All right. And my memories of it, as my hormones were raging, yes, and I had to focus all of my energy on not popping gym right. short boners through, right? yeah, <laughs> through a through a, ha- a blinding <laughs> haze of semen yeah. like leading into your <laughs> yeah. eyes. Yes, everything had like the soft glow of of like a soap opera or a pornography <laughs> film. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it being something that I ever felt an emotional investment in. No, I. Uh, I that was part of a volleyball thing over at Leggett's a couple of years ago. I didn't want to do it. It wasn't me that signed up. Let's a wait. thing. Yeah, it was like a. It's a. Like, they have a league. Okay. A, a summer Leggett's league, like an Artie Lang volleyball league. Yeah. Just fun with the boys. It, yeah. It it wasn't fun. It, the backstory of it. Of course, it, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it's Rob. terrible. Um. But before that, I had been since high school, so even longer, 10 mm. to 13 years, whenever it was. How'd you feel getting back into it? Oh, boy. I was like, well, I'm <laughs> not going to be good at this. And they're like, no, no, it's it's just for fun. It's like a drinking thing. Everybody plays, and we just go drinking afterwards. But then? But then we played. <laughs> and everybody took it more seriously than they admitted to me before. That's why I don't go bowling. Because everyone's like, no, I suck too. And then they do like the foot thing where you kick your foot out. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I uh-uh. have, I have uh, the, at home, you can't see this, but I have tender wrists. Beautiful, tender little wrists. I could model watches. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the last time I played volleyball. I hated it. And I was awful. Don't let that negative experience affect your overall grade of the movie carry that you have to give at the end of the episode. All right. So we get we get that, and then yes, smash cut to a um, an adolescent pubis, a lot of them, G- girls locker room. Yeah, it's this like, is classic teenage boy fantasy stuff, guys. It <laughs> not the way it plays out. No, so much. Well, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there is like, okay, so basically, is the whole thing in slow motion, that yeah. opening credits reel? With so like Brian De Palma and his tracking shots. He loves <laughs> a dolly track, all right? So he sets up a dolly track. Oh, when we do our Brian De Palma podcast, we could call it Hello Dolly. <laughs> so you were saying? <laughs> is this an episode of Hello Dolly? <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> um so he sets up his dolly, and he is slow tracking through the girls' locker room, guys. Ooh. It's hot. It's 
steamy. It's a lot of friendship. Oh my god, a lot of naked friendship. Yeah, it it's kind of what I imagined the girls, you know, were doing in there, like just everyone, just like whipping each other with wet towels. Yeah, and maybe like exploring each other's and... bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of close friendships. Right, people showering, which that was actually not my experience of the high school locker room. I never showered. In I high school. never once. Yeah. I would not. Ever yeah. they were they were available mm. to be showered in, but they don't make platform flip flops tall enough <laughs> for me to climb in there. Yeah, it's pretty gross. You, I would have to shower from under like a tarp, like under a vinyl tarp. <laughs> no water could, none of that nasty ass water could touch me. Yeah. Um. So they're having fun, and then we cut to um sissy spacek looking fucking smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it. She's she's a child in this movie. Yeah. Is she actually a child in this movie, or was she just playing a child? I don't, I'm going to look that up right now. Sissy Spacek. She was, what did I say, 76? Yes. So she was about 27. 26, what? 27 when this was made. She was born in 49. Oh, my God. That's such a relief <laughs> <laughs> that I wasn't watching a, a teenage, an a, actual teenage Oh, my girl. God. Because she's got, so slight and meek. Yeah, you did panic for a moment. I saw it on your face. Yeah. You're like, oh, God. Oh, no. No. <laughs> she, I hope. Because uh, not for nothing, she does have them dirty pillows. Them dirty, them dirty, dirty pillows. Them dirty pillows. She was, um, she'd been in a few I'm movies. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so... It's so weird in my ears like that. <laughs> I'm going to cut out, like, I'm going to bleep out a section of that that little purr. Just the most salacious part. All right. The most salacious crumb of that purr. <laughs> um, she was in a movie called Badlands before this. Mm-hmm. You ever see that? No. With uh, It's Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. And, it's- and she gets her period in that one, too. <laughs> She's yeah. She's getting typecast at that time. It was good, <laughs> good that she was able to break out of it. Yeah, she was just getting her period nonstop, <laughs> like a real woman. Mm. <laughs> Ugh, it's in the cans. It just it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, it feels like I'm crawling down your spine. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it either. <laughs> I don't like it either. I, but... <laughs> I wish it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> Um, but Badlands is like, see, a rich, it's a Terrence Malick movie and it's, uh, natural born killers, but in 1973. Mm. So I remember you telling me about this movie. They kill her father and they go on a nationwide killing spree. So it's also like Bob Goldthwaite's God bless America. A little bit. A little bit. That's a good one. That's a good one. Let's talk about that instead. Bobcat? Is this Bobcat Goldthwait? Is this an episode of Bobcat Goldthwait? <laughs> yeah. I think it is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bobcat. Bobcat. What's your favorite Bobcat Bobchat movie? Um, that is that Bobcat movies that we've talked about on Bobchat? Yeah. God bless America, hands down. <laughs> no question. Um, I like Shakes the Clown. I've never seen Shakes the Clown. It's is good. It, is it? Or... Police Academy 3. <laughs> did he direct Police Academy 3? No, he started it. Yeah, yes, he did. He was in, I think he was in 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Citizens on Patrol <laughs> is a real gem. Is that 4? I think so. Mm. That's that's the one that he said was 
very, very bad, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen... I think I've only seen God Bless America and World's Greatest Dad. And some of... um, What's the dog dick afternoon? Sleeping Dog's Lie. Is this a, Sleeping Dog's Lie. Is this an episode of Dog Dick Afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God Bless America is a great movie. Yeah. I mean... I meant to say World's Greatest Dad is a great movie. God Bless America is also pretty good, but I like World's Greatest Dad a lot. Yeah, I think I like I like both of them a lot. Um, I think uh, the uh, not World's Greatest Dad, the other one, God Bless America. God Bless America. I think that one is good. I think the guy is a little. It's a little too on the nose. Like it's extremely on the nose. <laughs> like uh, his uh, Joel. Murray's like monologues They're, they are it's dialogue because he's talking to another person but it's monologue yeah, uh, yeah where he just goes off it's just such a mouthpiece for Bobcat and his like his hatred for uh, everything that's going on on TV sure and reality yeah. shows and all that stuff and he's yeah that's like his um he's a real grumpus he is a grumpus and I don't always blame him I feel like that's his uh that's like his Woody Allen movie yeah where, because all Woody, all Woody Allen oh. characters are just Woody Allen talking to Woody Allen's in right. like wigs, yeah, different wigs. It, yeah, it's it's usually an older gentleman talking to a younger woman, <laughs> which creepy. Uh, did you see um, Midnight in Paris? Midnight yeah. in Paris. That's my Owen Wilson. It's good. Thank you. I'm working on it. Uh, that was terrible. And hearing Woody Allen dialogue come out of Owen Wilson's mouth, yeah. the Total opposite energies. That's like having McConaughey play a Woody Allen surrogate. Oh, that'd be good. I would watch it. Now that I said it. <sighs> Remake Annie Hall with Matthew <laughs> McConaughey, please. Somebody. Uh, I'm trying to think of even one line from Annie Hall, and I can't do it now. Uh, I got nothing. Carrie. Back to Carrie. <laughs> I was just going to do a bad Matthew McConaughey impression. <laughs> so it's okay. So opening credits... Uh, and then she just starts getting her period Ugh. all over the place. Can I tell you, when I was watching this movie, it was during the day. Mm. The only time of day I'll watch a horror movie because they're generally too scary. Right, because they're scary. <laughs> they're so scary. Right. Um, and I was watching it right in front of, uh, for the viewer at home, uh, we have, <laughs> listener at home. We have uh, gigantic windows in the front of the house. Yeah, big so, windows, lets all the sun in. Big windows, big TV, big enough that you could see from the street yeah. that I'm watching a bunch of girls. And like, if, you, if you're not familiar with Carrie, yeah. if you see that opening credit scene out of context... Right, it's, you're watching vintage pornography. I'm watching <laughs> vintage teen dream pornography. Yeah. Schoolgirl fantasy porno. Right. Um, yeah, in right... So, okay, Sissy Spacek, showering, scrubbing herself down, soapy. Yeah. And, like, what, what is happening? Dara's, uh, my girlfriend, Dara. Is, uh, that, oh, that wench. <laughs> She's, she keeps glaring at us because we keep talking about teen dream pornographies. Oh. She, just, she doesn't know what's happening. Or she looks mad. What's up? It's too late. We already, st- what's happening? Oh, okay. Uh, you were mad about the teen dreams? Oh, and then you were just shaking your head in disapproval. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Well, if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> so that's one download. Should we consider it? I'll be waiting for you at Libsyn.com. 
That's real inside baseball. Yeah. Is this an episode of Inside Baseball? <laughs> what is inside a baseball? Inside, a, I don't. I that's a really good question. Yarn. Oh wait, tight yarn. Is it just like you don't know what like the signs mean? Like when a, a, a third base coach tugs his ear, mm. that's like that's a little inside baseball. Me as the viewer, I won't understand. Maybe because like I know what a fastball is and I know what a strikeout is. But do you just know that because you figured that out after that phrase was a thing? Like I re- I reverse engineered my understanding from someone being like, "Oh, he struck out at the bar last night." Yeah, and then I was like, "Strike out at the bar." Let me let me check that. I'm so. gonna have to do a Nexus Lexus search of this term. <laughs> uh, our sponsor today is Nexus Lexus. Look it up. <laughs> That's Nexus Lexus. Uh, so soaped up, yep. basic. Mm-hmm. And she then, seems very at peace in the shower. Yeah, it's a real, like... Uh, you've never seen Dress to Kill, I assume. No. It also has a very soapy shower scene in the introduction. All right. It's sort of a, a De Palma thing. Mm. It's like Tarantino and Feet. Yes, or Hanks and Piss. Yes. Oh, he's always... How, how many golden showers do you think Tom Hanks has given? Rita Wilson? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Colin Hanks is the no. You know what? Colin Hanks was like a a normal, decent Christian uh, consummation impregnation. Yeah, right. Chet Hayes face to face. Chet Hayes was a he's a piss baby. <laughs> That's what that is. Chet Hayes. When is the a piss, piss baby. hits the egg, you get a Chet. <laughs> let, let that be a lesson. Don't yeah. piss on eggs. Uh, that's a Bukowski poem, right? <laughs> when the yeah. piss hits the egg, you get a Chet Hayes. Mm. He's in that book, right? What's that? Piss on eggs. <laughs> I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> so, Spacek. Oh, wow. Soapy. We're really struggling <laughs> to get past Soapy Spacek. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's so damn hot. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so she seems like very, very... It's calm. You steamy. get the sense that this is her only like moment of peace in her terrible terrible right. life somebody just called her a shithead but she's just having a soapy shower no they told her to eat shit oh eat shit and i took note of this because later in the movie someone wrote eat shit uh carry on the gym door yeah like the door into the gymnasium yeah. i was like that was definitely the same girl <laughs> yeah she really wants to see carrie eat some shit yeah because it only happens those are the only two instances of someone telling her to eat shit which yeah. means it's not three so it's not like a thing that's the movie rule and then she starts getting her period. She starts bleeding uh, from her vagina. Yeah. She starts getting her menses. She's uh, spewing uh, the red stuff. Right. She's riding the crimson wave. She's, um, <laughs> she's, gone to, she's gone to battle and she's cleaning her axe. Oh, Jesus. I don't think that's anything. Um, the four horsemen of the apocalypse are galloping out of her snatch. <laughs> <laughs> I never left the house. I just read the Bible, actually. They say the word snatch a lot in the Bible. Yeah. Too much. It comes up a lot. Yeah. But it's in there, so I'm going to keep using it. Yeah. Uh and then so that's why she, you meet so many Hasidic Jewish women named Snatch. <laughs> so a lot of Old Testament. Yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of fire, brimstone, and Snatch. <laughs> and, fire and brimstone and twins. <laughs> All right. Okay. Ridiculous. Listen. 
So she starts having her period and starts freaking out because she doesn't know what's happening. She thinks she's hurt. Nobody had to talk with her. Mm-mm. You will become a woman, girl, soon. soon. Neil <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> um, yeah. And why? Why does this girl not know what her period is? How yeah. could she not know? How could she not know? Anyway, the other girls handle it um, as as you'd kind as of expect. As sensitive as they could. By throwing not just tampons but like all sort anything in the gym yeah at her towels maxi pads yeah a lot a, of maxi pads a head of fresh cabbage not even rotten it was a waste of cabbage yeah so she oh, she's getting blood on everybody because mm-hmm. she's freaking out yeah yeah she puts her hands on someone and yeah. you see it's ah! the yeah it's the gym teacher Oh, well, the gym teacher, but also the one girl, I think, who sets her up with her boyfriend for the prom. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, um, gets, she gets a little bit Amy of blood. Amy Irving. Yeah, Sue yeah. Snell. Sue. Oh, gross name. Ugh. That's like, that's a good euphemism for periods. Oh, Snoo, Sne- Sue Snell is coming to town. <laughs> um, so, periods, everybody throws the... the everything, everything at her. At Just her. everything they got. And they chant, plug it up. Which is real fucking, real harsh. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit much, frankly. It's a lot. And then our hero, gym teacher. The hero, who's the only, really, is the only one who's, like, nice to carry. And, and later they, on. And yet later on, this girl Sue is nice to her. But, and, and her, uh. Oh, and her William beautiful, Her beautiful boyfriend. Oh, my God. He is gorgeous. He's like, he's such, Tommy he Ross. is a teen dream. Yeah. Is he the Blue Lagoon guy? Because he looks like he oh, could be. I think he is the Blue Lagoon guy. <laughs> he's, he's just got the, that hair. Uh, he, what? Maybe not, though. No. He was in The Greatest American Hero. I could imagine him being in, like, a Blue Lagoon straight to Super 8 sequel. Yes. He was in a shit ton of Perry Mason. <laughs> he, was a, he was he played Perry, Perry right? Not yeah. Mason. No Blue Lagoon. That's okay. I mean, this is a Blue Lagoon looking motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's very handsome. Flowing locks. Yeah. of hair. Just you curly, can imagine blonde. him like walking off the football field after the homecoming game is a decisive victory, and just taking that helmet off and shaking that hair out. Yeah, who was uh, he? He's like a David Cassidy type or something. Yeah, like, I feel like he he had to be on the cover of like Sixteen magazine. Or oh, like, no doubt, getting all the girls excited for Carrie. Getting their all, he's activating all of their Sue Snells. <laughs> he's just yeah, turning on the Sue Snell machine, <laughs> just <laughs> flipping that switch. Oh, I'm getting dumped after we're done with this. <laughs> Forsooth. And I, I'll deserve it. Yeah, what is that other Joker's name, though? Which one? You oh. should talk to me more than the iPad. The uh, iPad's not on mic. Glenn Withrow... No. Leaf, Leaf Garrett. Leaf Garrett. Okay. He, yeah, he's a real Leaf Garrett How'd motherfucker. How'd you forget Leaf Garrett? I don't know. <laughs> so, um... Gym teacher comes yeah. in. She's uh, she's here to help. At first, she's kind of. I like when she comes in. She's like, "What are we laughing at? Oh, like, what's, what's so yeah, funny, guys? What's so funny, guys? I want to be in on the joke. Yeah. And then you, you she, guys look like you're having a real good time, and I want in. Yeah. Then she sees like 
prison abuse. And she's like, hey, maybe not so much. Yeah. No, she reacts uh, with the appropriate amount of, like, disgust. Yeah, she's horrified of what these like, people are doing she's to She's like, this is the kind of thing that could only happen in a Stephen King novel. <laughs> and then she stares into the camera for four minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Winking the whole Wink, time. Yeah. An insane amount of wink. Yeah. A classic De Palma. <laughs> he loves Tracking a good shots wink. and winking shots. <laughs> yeah. I think, does she slap anybody right then? She slaps Carrie is the only person she oh, slaps. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She shoves a couple people. Well, because Carrie is hysterical. Yes. And if you're, you're dealing with a hysterical person, slap them in the face. Yes. And when are you at your most hysterical? <laughs> when you're having your snail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Dumped. <laughs> just going to a Snell dump. Yeah. Oh, no, I meant I'm dumped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <snelled. laughs> I'm going to bleep Snell every time we say it. I got I got to run to the bathroom. I got to take a Snell dump. <laughs> <laughs> TSS stands for Toxic Snell Syndrome. <laughs> We're rewriting history. <laughs> All right. Um, so- excuse me. Herstory. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Getting dumped. That's that's Uh, all there is to it, and I'll deserve it. So, uh, Carrie is sent home early, and she tells her mommy... Well, she's sent home by the principal who calls her Cassie. Cassie, five times. Five times. Did you write that down? I did. I just came up with It's it's exactly five times. And... um, there's a rule of threes in comedy, which I think gives you a sense of Stephen the, King's comedic sensibility, which is, no, 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 keep going. Yeah. Keep going. The, uh, oh, that's going to keep going off. done, dude. One second. Hey, dude. Dara, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Um, can you just open and close the door of the washing machine? Because it'll keep beeping, yeah. Maybe. And also this? switch over the laundry. Also do that laundry. <laughs> no, I'm already in a pretty deep snell hole here. I can't. I've been I've been pretty deep in a snell hole <laughs> all week. I'm sorry, I'm just bloated and sorry. That's okay. Um so yeah, he calls her Cassie and five times. Jim teacher's like, oh no, 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 it's Carrie. Please don't call her Cassie. She's she doesn't say that, but Right. You know. But that's and she just he just keeps doing it. Yeah, then he offers to call her a cab home from school, which makes me think he's he's new. He's the new principal. Before <laughs> this no he was working. Yeah, he was taking you home. Well, I was uh I used to sell uh, repair and sell refrigerating units and I figured I'd try my hand at high school administration. <laughs> Teenage girls mm, never dealt with them. Yeah, I don't know. They they don't usually own refrigerating units. <laughs> So they send her home, and she she gets home to, and tells her mom that her, she had her, her mom, whose days consist of going to their neighbors' houses, and harassing the neighbors into joining a religion. Yeah, into their in her very Christian, I guess, where she dresses it's, like Goody Proctor from uh, the Crucible. Yeah, she. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> she, really, Stephen King does not have a subtle hand. He puts her in period garb. Yeah. Hey, excuse me, Snellgar. Snellgar. Yeah. So she spends her days harassing everybody, handing out pamphlets. Right. She. This is a real bummer about uh, anybody who's like too forceful with their religion. Like, 
nobody wants to hear it. That's the problem. No, this this woman, she's going to everybody's house, and they're like, <sighs> she like the the woman that she's talking to is like, oh, you're you're Carrie White's mother. Oh, come in. Let's have a conversation. No, she's not. She I knows what's she... going to happen. Does she? There's a moment there mm. where she's like talking, and she's like, "Yeah, well, it's uh, got a lot to do today." And uh, she Mrs. Won't. Yeah, Mrs. White, right or White? White. Yeah, I'm thinking of Cammy Wright, who is a friend of mine. Hi, Cammy. Anyway, Mrs. White. I don't want to talk about like, Cammy Snell. <laughs> this is a real person now that we're talking. All about. right. You like how I'm the one who gets to decide where we draw the line <laughs> after 20 minutes of Snell jokes? <laughs> Any so go on. Yeah, so they're like standing in the doorway, and she's clearly like, all right, Ms. White, you know, kind of got a lot to do today. She's drinking during the day. Mm. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. and she just kind of hangs there, and she's like, oh, won't you come in? She's like, thank you. Mm. Uh, you get the feeling this happens like at their house like once a week. She's coming by with a new pamphlet, a new chapter of the Bible that she wrote. <laughs> Here's my new Bible. I've I've taken out all the parts where he's too lenient. <laughs> yeah, so she's that's her day. So when Carrie comes home and tells her mom that she had her Snell at school, her mom appropriately freaks out. Mm. And I don't want to I don't want to keep correcting you, but I feel like this is an important detail to mention because it, uh anyway, uh <laughs> uh Carrie's already home when her mom gets home because the reason oh. I remember this is she's looking out the window. Then when she sees her, she runs over to like one of those like mannequins you use to tailor a dress and then puts on her own period garb, <laughs> like a hoop skirt. <laughs> no, nothing. So um, her snell guard. Yeah. <laughs> her garb. Her, yeah. Her metal snell guard. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she gets home. Yep, And then. Uh, and she's like, why didn't you tell me, mama? Mama. Mama, why didn't you tell me? Everyone else in this movie has, like, just general American accents. Like, newscaster American accents. Right. General America. They are... <laughs> reporting for duty. Played by Chris Evans. <laughs> um, he... Yeah, everyone in this movie is just, like, regular... Just, like, the way we're speaking. Yeah. Sort of. Their ethnicity stripped from them. Yeah. And they're both just like, deep south, mama. Yeah. Oh, the boys. Oh. The boys come a-smelling. <laughs> oh! <laughs> smelling you snell. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That, yeah, so she, her mom's very upset about the bleeding. And, um, My note for that, actually, like the beginning, uh, I, I put... Oh, yeah, this is when she's at um, the Snell residence. Mm-hmm. And she... <laughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. Um... I forgot that Snell was a person until I said that. I wrote, Mrs. White seems chill. Makes some interesting points about how these are godless times. Because mm. that's, uh, that's all she talks about the whole movie. Right. Pretty much. How godless everything is. Mm-hmm. And then in that scene when uh, Carrie's begging her to like explain why she didn't tell her or anything... Her mom starts quoting scripture out of like a little magazine. Yeah, not a Bible. It's like a it's like a periodical. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. Um, Jesus Weekly. Jesus Weekly, and starts uh, forcing Carrie to repeat what she's saying. And I wrote too scared to take notes for that part. Oh, that was the scary part. It freaked me out. Yeah, because really? she was like, it, she was like preaching for no one. Like it had all like the the intensity mm. and like. Hum, like inhuman disconnect 
of a sermon. Yeah. But it was her daughter. Yeah. And, like, I said this to you before we started recording. It reminds me of, like, The Babadook in that it's a way scarier horror movie if you take out all the supernatural shit. Yeah. Because it's just, like, an abusive relationship between a mother and her child. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. That, that whole... All of this mom stuff is just very fucking... It's it's the it's the best thing about this movie. Yeah, because all, all that muff. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I forgot about the muff. <laughs> There's a lot of muff. Uh, so then, Carrie hey, bro, is. <laughs> don't forget about the muff. Is all this right? an episode of All That Muff? <laughs> Come on, babe. <laughs> uh, so then, Carrie is sent to a broom closet. Which houses the coolest light-up Jesus crucifix. Yes. Creepy, creepy statue. Yeah. Is it electrically lit, or is there, like, sunlight passing through a crack in the wall? I don't know. I wasn't... It's hard to tell. It is hard to tell. And the eyes on it are, like, really big. Yeah. Like cartoon... Like Betty Boop Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Ugh, God. It is creepy. Oh, Boop Christ. Boop Christ. (laughs) Boop Christ. Boop Christ. (laughs) Different. Nope, moving on. Different. Yeah. <laughs> That's a dead end. You can feel it. Uh so all right, so then we we go back to the gym, I think, don't we? Well, first girls? we go to poetry class. Oh, and we meet um, this dreamboat, Tommy Ross. Tommy Ross. He fuck hit. me tonight. Oh my god. I had my snail. Not my type. I was into it though. He's he's very handsome, and there's some very uh, extremely cinematic sh- over the shoulder shots. That's another De Palma thing. He does like, that a lot. Yeah, that like field the sp- of depth. Yeah, the fi- uh, the split screen with uh, the foreground the, and the background the in focus. Cl- the Orson Welles. Yeah, yeah. He's a big. That seems like something you'd do if you didn't know a lot about movies, but you got to make them anyway. It's yeah. like it's like the most famous cinema. To yeah. Cinematographic trick. Yeah. That's got to be how you say that word, right? Cinematographic. Yeah, cinematographic. I don't know. Anyway, right in. Oh no! Did you break your pen? No. Did you fuck up your G two, bro? So Tommy, they read his poem out in the Klaus and in the Klaus Klaus <laughs> in the center Klaus. <laughs> in the Klaus, yeah, they they reenact a German folk tale. <laughs> And Carrie says it's beautiful. And then she is mocked by Cheswick. Because in high school, having feelings and liking anything is uncool. Yes. Right. In high school. So the grown man teaching the class should have been like, oh, could you speak more to that, Carrie? But instead, he's like, oh, is it beautiful, Carrie? Is it beautiful in the way that... He's a real dick about it. Yeah. He's a real piece of shit, and like the only time we see him is like at the end again at the at the dance, and he's basically like he's standing next to gym teacher whose name is I don't know gym teacher Jim James teacher <laughs> Miss Collins Miss Collins he's standing next next to Miss Collins who is the only person who's nice to carry the whole movie, and he's like piggybacking on just like her kindness and being like. I'm glad that things are working out for Gary. Like, no, bro, no, you're not. You wrote eat shit on the gym on the gym <laughs> door wall, probably. So then that happened. So we're introduced to this new dreamboat. Mm. All right, and maybe there's sort of like a little a little thing. Carrie, Carrie 
you know. She just got her Snell. Mm-hmm. And, and he can smell that Snell. Well, he's a boy. Ooh, that Snell. <laughs> Can't you smell that Snell? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I'm not going to do another episode of this, am I? <laughs> I don't know how many Snells there are in Salem's Lot. I mean, it's a vampire movie, right? It should be a fair amount. Yeah. Why haven't they done that vampire movie yet? Salem's Lot? No. The oh, one where the vampires are just vampire. all about that period. Because there's already that bad joke about the vampire at the bar. Do you know that joke? No. He just asks for a cup of hot water, and then he sticks a tampon in it. Oh. And tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do know that fun. joke. That's I a... forgot it because it's not good. How are we doing, Dara? I'm well, thank you. No, how are we doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll ask you how you're doing later. Confidence. Mm. I, I believe her. That's good. So you've only heard us make period jokes about twenty times. Yeah, I just heard tampon in water. In hot water. Yeah, but oh. you're not wearing headphones, right? You weren't that whole time. We held that no, constant. Oh, yeah. Most of it. So I don't oh. Accurate Shower scene. Shower scene. Mm. Yeah. I'm using context clues to deduce that. Smells. Yeah. My fantasy dream team, like. Mm. Teen dream porn. These are all, yeah. We got to put these keywords in. Teen dream for porn. For searches, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A million downloads. This way we hit our target demo. Um, yeah, so she's, she's getting ripped a new one by the poetry teacher for liking a poem. It's bad poetry teaching. It's bad. Mm. You're supposed to, I imagine, be a little <laughs> bit more sensitive. <laughs> I yeah. would think. Yeah. Or, like, not shut people down when they're like, I like the subject you're but teaching about. I feel like that's also... <laughs> you should reach for a handful of chips yeah. as well. Yeah, I think there are some pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? So every time I, like, glance, you gotta stop and stop the whole thing. I'm so. sorry. But it was more because you were crack- All that noise. You were a real crackling rosy over there. Real yeah. diamond. <laughs> there are no little spoons in the dream thing. Right. Oh boy. <clears throat> anyway. Um, Any hoozle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. You have nothing to be sorry for. It's okay. I have a lot. No, it's fun. It's like crowd work. You love crowd work, babe. We are at 55 minutes Jesus right now. Christ. Okay. Um, and we're in scene two. <laughs> All right. We got to start moving faster. Yes. <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> we're going to move so fast, though, once we start talking. English teacher is a huge dick. The gym teacher, she's nice, and she's going to punish those girls. So there's an extended scene of them working out in the field. Yes. Um, in like- I'm guessing another De Palma thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, she also, like, she, she slaps them freely, Miss Oh, my Collins. God. She, she's slapping everybody. She is only slapping people this yeah. entire movie. Every scene that she's in, she slaps somebody. Carrie, who she's invested a lot of time and emotional yeah. energy into, first thing she does when she sees her in this movie I feel like this says a lot about high schools in the 70s. Mm, and why... You can get away with slapping kids. You can get away with mocking them and crushing their dreams. Yeah. It's not like a thing. You're like, you're going to be a loser forever. 
and you'll just be uh, a drunk in town. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, yeah, that's pretty that's much true. That's probably true, yeah. yeah, yeah. You should probably get drunk now. Yeah. Drive yeah. a car. Yeah. Travolta. Oh, boy. Um, oh, so, but anyway, that, that scene is where the mean girl whose name is... Chris. Chris? Chris just Chris? Chris uh, Harginson. Chris Harginson. Chris Harginson decides that Nancy she... Allen. She decides that she's going to destroy Carrie. Yeah, she blames Carrie, but really it's all She blames Carrie place. for bullying Carrie. Being she, so bullyable. If she hadn't been such a weirdo. Yeah, if only you weren't such a weirdo, I'd still be going to the prom. Which is the John, punishment. John Travolta, <laughs> who, who real, plays a real doofus. Speaking of slappy... <laughs> He Oh yeah, he does slap her around, doesn't he? He slaps her too much. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like it's not like you don't ever get the sense that they're like play fighting. No. No, he's only ever like cold cock slapping her in the face. Not yeah. cock slapping her in the face. <laughs> with his cold penis. Just <laughs> icing down his dick. No. <laughs> and no. giving her a, no, just a no. cold just, wet noodle. He's just like I mean, they're both insane. I think that's important to note. Like Yeah, their relationship is not she, healthy. Like, it's it seems sort of like sadomasochistic where like He'll slap her, and then she'll freak out, and then be like, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, in a in a moment. Yeah. In, right. Like, in the she, time that you just did that. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the turnaround. Yeah. Which makes sense, because, like, the prank that this girl comes up with to punish another girl for... Existing? For existing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really mean. Yeah. A week of detention is nothing. And it's like a, a short detention. Yeah. And it's just exercise. She's just making you a better version of yourself. Right. Really. And, yeah, she just she doesn't want anything to do with it. And she's like, fuck you. Fuck this school. I'm not going to the prom. And I'm taking down Carrie White. There was that weird moment where she was like, um, if we all stick together, there's nothing she can do. Yeah. And every, and then someone's just like fuck off, Chris. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Snell. Snell Snell says fuck off, Chris. Yeah, and all the girls Snell say fuck yeah. off, Chris. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Chris is off on her own um, with boyfriend Travolta. Yeah, I don't. What's the? Do you have the next scene? Because I want to talk about that their car ride. Where three people he knows pass him in di- direct succession. Yeah. First, first, it's like his buddies. And they're like, hey, John Travolta, where, where are you guys going? And he's like, hey, I don't know yet. I'm just driving around. Drinking toss toss me one of those beers. Yeah. And they're driving. And he throws him a beer, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of impressive. To just, like, like the it car It would have been more pass. impressive if, they, if neither of them were in convertibles. But wasn't one of them in a convertible? No, I don't think so. No? Maybe the first car was, but Travolta definitely wasn't. No? Okay, so then, yeah, that is extremely impressive. Yeah. Gives you the sense that they do this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, toss me beer. (laughs) They hadn't (laughs) figured out a more efficient way to toss beers to people. Right. No, you have to be going 60 miles in the (laughs) (laughs) So, then they speed off, and then the next car has some girls in it. Oh, some girl? Some teens, and they're driving around, and they see... Cute boy Travolta sipping a beer, driving his car. And Chris is in the passenger seat. And mm. I don't know. She's not really noticing any of this. But she's Travolta's d- like throwing eyes over at these girls. And then 
then they speed away, and then the cops shine a light directly yeah. into his car. When, and then his eyes get big. He goes, <laughs> he's got a mouthful of beer, which dribbles down his chin, and then he throws the full beer yeah, at, at Chris. At, at Chris's feet. Who, who deserves that and more, like in terms of just bad karma? Yeah. But um, it's just a bonehead move. But then they get to the party or whatever they're going to, and, they, and she's like, hey, like getting all like sexy with them. And then, Billy. then she turns and she's like, "You're really a dumb piece of shit," or whatever. Yeah. And then he slaps her around, and she's like, "I'm sorry, man." Yeah. And then like back on him. And then he's like getting heavy petty, and then she's like, "No." Yeah. And then it's, it's a lot of mixed it, signal stuff. It's like crazy. Yeah. They're the two craziest. It's some Ron and Tammy Swanson <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, it's oh, the dark yeah. version of that. Yeah. If it were played for real and not for laughs, like they're. Terrible people individually and worse for each other. Yeah. Um, and then she starts blowing him. Yeah, and saying his name as she's blowing him, which I really enjoyed. Did you notice that? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, she's sucking his pipe and just going, <laughs> oh, Billy. And it's not Billy. like... It's Billy. Her, her articulation it, is perfect. Yeah, it's... Right. It's... Uh, I mean, she's got a mouthful of dick. Yeah. A mouthful of Travolta. Mm. She's got her own Saturday Night Flaccid, Fever. She's working cold on. Travolta dick. <laughs> right. She's got her own Saturday night fever. She's working. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to bleep that. <laughs> please. <laughs> and, she, and yeah, just saying his name the entire time. And then she says uh, something about getting Carrie White. We, uh, oh, it's like, yeah. So she's like, uh, well, oh, by I the hate, way. I yeah. hate Carrie yeah, White. As, as they're like as, third basing. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, who? <laughs> who is that babe i don't know who you're talking about <laughs> yeah. why yeah it's S- stop talking so much <laughs> stop stop telling me everything that you're thinking <laughs> right now <laughs> every, um every thought that's floating through your yeah, head. this is not relevant and like it's kind of yeah it's insane yeah i would say that's a a negative female character stephen king was not He's not great at writing characters, and even worse at writing female characters. Yes, because this is a girl who, um, she, you know, what are you supposed to get from that? She's, like, manipulating this doofus yeah. into uh, being super mean to yeah, Carrie. Right. Just working his joint. Carrie, so. who, by the end of this movie, like, I really, I want to be her bud. Yeah. It's like, she does a, a hard, not like 180, kind of a 180, in mm. terms of, like, the person she is and how well adjusted she is. Like as soon as she gets asked to prom, she stops taking her mom's shit altogether. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of concurrent, I guess, with her. Well, hold on, using, Look, real oh. quick. S- Sue Snell, mm. her boyfriend is Tommy Ross. Yeah. That dreamboat. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she says, "Can you do me a favor? Take Carrie White to the prom instead of me." Yes. Because we were mean, and I don't. I want to do something nice for her, and I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And he like hems and haws a little bit, but he eventually says yes because he's like a good spirited, fun. Yeah, because he's a dream boat. Yes. The, so they are the light to the dark of right. Chris and uh, John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy asks her, and she says no, and then the gym teacher has to talk her into it. Mm. And gym teacher, meanwhile, does not know that they have that Sue has put. Uh, Tommy up to this. Right. So then she talks to them and is like, why are you fucking with this girl still? Yeah, you're up to something. Yeah. It's it's a lot of convincing the world that they're not trying to be mean to her. Right. Yeah. 
So they Tommy tracks her down at her house. You gotta wonder how he got that information. In yeah, in nineteen seventy six, how do you do that? He must have like charmed um the pants off of somebody. Charmed the pants off of whoever was the uh secretary from Ferris Bueller at the time. She she also played the secretary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she still she has like the biggest glasses yeah. too. Yeah. She's not a student. She's just auditing gym class. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy asks her out at her house and her mom's home. And it's a real like, wait, you can't come in. I did, my mom, she can't see that you're here and yeah. whatever. And he's basically like, I'm not leaving until you say yes. Yeah. They're on like two totally different pages. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very tense scene for me. Yeah. Because you saw what her mom did. Mm-hmm. And you don't want it to happen again to her. And Tommy's like, oh, it's. It's yeah. a forbidden ro- it's a Romeo and Juliet thing yeah. where yeah he thinks it's just like my my mom doesn't like me having boys over but it's like my mom is going to lock me in a broom closet no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't believe we haven't talked about PJ Souls yet. Ah, PJ Souls. PJ Souls is another one of the mean girls. She's always wearing a ball cap. She's wearing a full she's wearing like a what looks like um a sexy softball Uniform costume, costume. for Halloween. <laughs> um, she was also in the movie Halloween. She was. And more importantly, Rock and Roll, Roll High School. School. Yeah, with the Ramones. Yes. Uh, all four of them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, she's in this and she doesn't have her own brain. She's sort of like the right-hand man for Chris. Yeah, she's just helping Chris out. You know what she is? And... She's like the little bird dog creature that sits at Job of the Hutt's lap and laughs at everything. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. That's a good one. But she looks like Carrie Fisher. Like She does kind of look like Carrie Fisher. Yeah, a little bit Same like eyes. Her. Same eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd go with that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um... What else did you want to say about her? uh, I thought it was weird that she was in this and not, like, her character doesn't really do much until the end with the the ballots. Yeah. Like, she's just there to be kind of a bitch. A lot of late-in-the-game players, because I feel like the whole um, scheme to get revenge on Carrie doesn't even start happening until almost before it happens. First PJ Souls movie. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Original souls. Yeah. Uh, so she, Carrie says yes to the par, uh, prom. Param. Because Parama. for some reason, and this is stated explicitly, I feel like they had to write this in to justify why she'd have to say yes to go to prom. Mm. You can't go to prom without a date. Yeah. What? That was so, uh, that was maybe the most upsetting thing to me in this movie. <laughs> Where were the other non-telekinetic Carries? Yeah. Hmm. All, yeah, but that's mm. who else? What other nerds didn't die at the end? Great question. Any virgins yeah. lived? Wow, this is like that that horror trope of the virgin always living, but like like a million times over. Yeah, yeah. because like the- Sue, presumably you can because she has not gone to prom, has not consummated her love with Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she dies a virgin. Right. I mean, she lives a virgin. She lives a virgin. And then all the other nerds. Yeah. And, and like, weebs. And the wasteoids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Bloods, sluts, punks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That would be a good podcast. What's her name? Um... 
What did I say? Edie McClurg? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got nothing for a yeah. title. Uh, it's it's got to have What if McClurg it's just called it? EDM and the M stands for movies? <laughs> That's it good. would make the theme song very easy to very easy to come up with. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So look out for that. Yeah. The E. McClurk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Only available available through Hell Premium. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, you can't go to prom without a date for no reason. Mm. Um, and then you get... Uh, oh, basically, <laughs> Carrie and her mom, one of the most level-headed conversations they have in the whole movie is about Carrie's telekinesis, which she has in spades. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a fucking, like... That was the flattest scene in the whole movie. Yeah, the first one, right? When they're in the kitchen? Yeah, and yes. she, like, closes the, the shutters the door, or something. She, yeah. yeah, She's like, don't, uh, uh, you know, come back here or whatever. And she closes her mother yeah. in. Uh-huh. Yes. And she's like, I, I, she's can, like I can move things with my if mind, I, if mama. If I focus real hard, mama. <laughs> and she's like, this is the devil's power. And she's like, the devil don't got nothing to do with it, mama. <laughs> don't enter into it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So basically, she's like, you should really think about renouncing these powers and renouncing Satan. She's like, I don't, th- honestly, mom, <laughs> I see where you're coming from because I know your experience and your life, but that's not me. It's a lot of, I want to be normal like the other kids. And that's kind yeah. of when Carrie... Because there's a scene where, like, Mama starts trying to be crazy like she's been the whole movie. And Carrie's just like, Mom, enough. Like a normal teen. Right. But in a heightened situation. <laughs> yeah. A very heightened situation. So then the tuxedo buying scene. Ugh, we don't need to talk about that. That was insane. Uh, it was like, that how, was... How, how does this tuxedo look on me? You look like a... a doofus with that big fucking it wasn't yeah. even a it, the bow was comically yeah, large the one for so yeah if you've never seen the movie basically it's uh tommy and two of his friends yeah going to buy tuxes for the prom one guy keeps saying i don't look right in tuxedos and he's like i don't know i just don't i don't have a tuxedo body no buddy it's the 70s and tuxedos in the 70s were um they only worked if you wore Liberace, I think. They were the biggest lapels. Why do you think that scene was in the movie at all? Uh, to fill running time. How long is this movie? Is it 90 minutes on the nose? <laughs> um, it is a short movie. Maybe we should say. 98. It, yeah, it doesn't. It moves. Could have trimmed out eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And you know what's really sucky about that scene is there's that um, segment which the running time of is probably about 15 seconds where they're talking and speed up, spe- sped yes. up dialogue. And it's they sped fast up forward. It's fa- It's sped up so much that you can't understand what they're saying, which means it's playing like probably five times as fast. Right. So they're they're They sped up the, the dialogue and the, you know, the movie. Yeah, Cause for some reason it was one improvised take. Yeah. They're all terrible improvisers. Do you let's, think let's do an impression of this scene real quick. Uh, I, um, all right. Who do you want to be? Um, one of the doofuses. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one who who doesn't think he can wear a tuxedo, or the one? Yeah. Okay. I I, I can't wear a tuxedo. Oh, why not? No, I just uh, I just I, I look weird in them. No, come on. Look at doesn't uh, he look good in his tuxedo? Yeah, but look at him. He looks good in that. I I can't do it. What if we got you a different tuxedo? I just don't think I could. Perhaps a different cut. He's a real no butt guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> not, <laughs> not, not more just flat out no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, for some reason they had to speed up through a big chunk of that gold. Yeah, Brian De Palma was like, I like the first bit and the end. <laughs> this middle drags a bit. Can we just fast forward? <laughs> Yeah. Do we have that yet? Do we Isn't have it called forward? coverage when you like account for like bad spots in takes so that you can like edit around them? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Get what some it's fucking called. coverage. Cut to a fucking tux- a tuxedo rack or yeah. something. Even like a close shot of just any two hands straightening a bow tie so yeah. that you can't tell. Yep. Yeah. That's what that's for. Those are. That's why they have those little fucking adjusting the bow tie yeah. scenes is because no. there's a cut there. Now, don't you feel silly for going to film school? Because yeah. I didn't, and I know this. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a real, real Tommy Ross. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they settle on putting the guy in a tux, a tease. Uh, <laughs> wow. A you can't make t-shirt. fun of something that you can't say without your mouth falling out. Um, tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> so yeah, they settle on a, good in a, a tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah, though. it's perfect for you. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. So he does that, and then picks her up for the prom, mm-hmm. and right before he picks her up in his sweet ride, she has another fight with her mom, and her mom's like, "You can't go. You can't go. You can't leave. They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you." Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she's like, I'm going. And she's like, I can see your dirty pillows. Talk, and for those of their you, their breasts, mama, yeah. just, and everybody's got them. Every, no, every, everyone. <laughs> and absolutely everyone on the planet <laughs> think, has them. I'm pretty sure she says everyone. She says every, every woman or every girl's got them. Mm, I don't I, know. I promise you. All right. I'll pay more attention to Salem's lot so I can, I can be right there with you, but. <laughs> That's Rob's guarantee that for the next episode, he will pay attention to the movie. <laughs> uh, so they have a fight, and she uses some of that telekinesis on her mom, mm. pins her down to the bed. To the bed. Yeah. Her mom's like, grabs her and starts shaking her, and she's like, get off me. Bam. <laughs> and she does. Yeah. Right quick. Right quick. So, yeah. Billy- what did you think of that dress that she was wearing? I thought it was flattering i think i thought it was was nice nice yeah i thought it might have been a little revealing not just for for prom yeah i don't know if you'd be able to get away with something like that only because it it was kind of like there was nothing underneath it it seemed oh no because you could see her nipples through the dress nips (laughs) you could dara (laughs) you shot me a look as i said you could see her nipples through the dress Yeah, um, but you could. You could. You could absolutely see Carrie's nipples through her prom dress. And, and the I, reason it came up is because Rob asked me if her dress was too revealing. In case you at home are also just tuning into the podcast. <laughs> For those of welcome you back to just uh, tuning in. I'm Rob. I'm Dan, and, and this, this is King, King Me. me. <laughs> we could have called I. Before this came to my head and I said it out loud, I wish you could have heard my entire thought process for naming this show. I wish I could, too. Um, one idea that I had that I didn't say out loud was Tall King Stephen. His <laughs> movies. One was going to be like Stephen Tall King, and it would have been like a play on... Stephen Hawking? That's right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of using 
taking advantage of the ing and king yeah. to make verbs. Right. Yeah. Making movies, Stephen King movies. Mm. King me. King me. Sticking with King me. So King me. Back to this. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. No, I thought I. It, I guess it was a little low yeah. cut, but I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think it was as bad as her mom was saying. <laughs> no, <laughs> certainly not. Uh, but I just don't know if she would get away with it at prom. Yeah, but seventies prom. Yeah, and she was also she had a shawl on, so maybe that was covering up all of her dirty pillows. That's true too. But I thought the dress itself looked very nice on her. I, yeah. I'm always surprised when like. I always forget that, like, that kind of, like, peachy sort mm. of, uh, pardon the red. Non- it's pink, mama. It is pink. It's like a peachy it's flesh pink. tone kind of. You, I always forget that works with, like, uh, with, like, fair complexions. Fair. Mm. And, yeah. But she looked good. She looked good. Yeah. She Best I've lovely. seen her since Hot Rod, which is the only other movie I've seen her in, by the way. Oh, weird. So it was really weird for me to see the mom from Hot Rod, right. uh, covered in pig's blood. <laughs> Soaping up her dirty pillows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they get to prom, and... Things are going great. Yeah, it's Until actually... that awful... The dancing scene? Yeah, the dancing scene. <laughs> There's... Oh, boy. <laughs> Not the pig's blood. But... Yeah, the dance. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do I have in my notes here? Um... To oh, hell with well, you. Well, oh. wait. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, before she... She leaves her mom for prom. Mm. She's like, take off that dress. <laughs> she dumped her mom to go to go <laughs> yeah. out with prom. That's what I heard. She's like, take off that dress. Uh, we'll burn it together and pray for forgiveness. I laughed so hard. <laughs> we'll burn it together and pray for forgiveness. <laughs> like we do. Right. It's sort of like... Um, like it'll be a fun activity for us. Yeah, it's like I'd imagine uh, as a parent if your kid's like, I want chocolate cake. And you're like... What if you had nuts and berries and trail yeah. mix? A healthy alternative. Yes, it was the same tone. We'll burn it together and pray instead. Right. Pray for forgiveness. So, okay, the dancing scene. Yeah. Dancing queen. I was going to do it, and now I don't have to. So thank you for relieving me of the burden. <laughs> um, she's slow dancing with... Uh, with that sweet dreamboat. Her date to the prom, Mr. Thomas Ross. Tommy, who I keep wanting to call Billy... I think have I? Travolta is Billy. Travolta is Billy. Billy, old Billy, uh, mallet to the pig's head. What's his last name? Oh, we didn't cover that. No, we didn't, and we should have because it's like the peak of the madness of Billy and Chris. Yeah, which is that they go to she a. She sucked his dick so good that he that killed he a kills pig. A pig. <laughs> and it's him and his buddies at the pig slaughter, at like a pig farm in the yeah. middle of town. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta go to old man. It looks like it's in a downtown, right? Because like yeah. the the fence is just like a painted pig mural. Yes. So you get you feel like it's like a, a construction site on, in like Manhattan. Yeah. Um. So they hop over and uh, one of the friends is like, oh, "I'm good, do it. I'm just picking out a good one." He's like, "We don't have time," and he gleefully yeah, grabs true. a pig and hits it in the head with a mallet, which yeah. you don't see, thankfully. Yeah, they didn't. Oh God. That would have been bad if they... I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see a big dying. Uh, however, a gymnasium full of students and faculty, sign me up. Yeah. So, the dance scene. Spinning around. Friday night and the lights are low. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl loves Apo. Yeah. So, they're spinning in one direction. And the camera is going in the other direction, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. They're not... Yeah. 
So there, and that scene lasts. It's a it, no cuts. It has to last for like it feels like five to ten minutes, and nothing seems to really shift between them. They're just like laughing in yeah. each other's eyes. She, right? Because have they ever, kissed the at shift, that point? No, the shift happens before the dance. Before they dance, uh, she's like, you know, she's still very insecure, and he's like, "Do you want to go dance?" And she's like, "No, I don't. I'm very, um, I just got my snell. I don't want to go dance." And he's like, "You must. We have to go dance." And she's like, very self conscious. But I feel like during that spinning scene, she yeah. does loosen up, and she's like, and then she like sort. She's enjoying herself. Yes, she's full on enjoying herself. Right. And shut up and dance with me by Walk the Moon plays <laughs> right. Until that song ends and the scene is still happening and there's two more minutes of spinning silence. (laughs) (laughs) They, and then they kiss. They kiss at the dance, which I was like so obviously stoked for Carrie. Mm. I didn't know if that was part of the deal. Yeah. Where Sue was like, also you have to kiss her. Right. What, how deep undercover was Tommy? And how, how much of it? It seemed like this, this was like the training day of taking a yeah, girl to prom. I, I you feel like to prom. he went. Um, I'm going to say too deep, but I don't mean that like that. I think he's just too deep undercover. Mm. Like he's just lost like himself. He, like he's he like, fell for her a little bit. I think he may I have. Think he might have because like he was, like a little bit. Because I think he probably at first was he being genuine when he was like, oh, "Well, I really liked your poem." Yeah. Because if or you liked my poem, you, is yeah. what I meant to say. Um, that's his grounds for wanting to ask her to the prom because she's very suspicious. I feel like if that didn't like make his set his heart aflutter a little bit, then he wouldn't have remembered it at all. Yeah, that was kind of my thinking. I think he genuinely liked Carrie. I think that's true. I think he liked her. I think it was uh, he didn't want to do it at first, and then once they actually got to hang out and stuff like mm. that, he was like, "She's really nice, and she looks very nice, and this is." Not as bad as I thought it was going to be, yeah. and I kind of like her. She looks nice when she's not crying and covered in menses. Right. <laughs> as most as most of us do. So then the dan- that spinning dance ends, mm. which fucking... I was watching it, and I was like, I have to look away, I think. It, I, was, I was starting to get a little sick. Yeah. As <laughs> I'm sure lunch. they did after take, like, two of that. <laughs> take two. <laughs> All right. Take the- two. <laughs> no. no. Um, so yeah that happens and then I guess the plan oh right so they fix the um, the ballot Ballot. for the king and queen they stuff the ballot box with uh, that's Chris's big idea yeah Chris's idea is to yeah let's outline let's let's just say it as it is step one (laughs) suck Travolta's dick Uh, phase two Um, use that use that as leverage and make him kill a pig (laughs) Step three, drain the pig's blood ourselves into a bucket of oh, blood. God. Days in advance. Yeah. This is rotten pig's blood at this point. It has to be like coagulated. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. So probably heat it up or something. I don't know how you decoagulate pig's you blood. You have to keep it room temp. Yeah. Or no, not room temp. <laughs> so step Above three. room temp. Step three, off camera, uh, sneak into the science lab and steal anticoagulants. Blood thinners. <laughs> Um, so Uh, step step four four get that fucking blood up on a rafter above the stage in the auditorium Mm. um 
Step five, secure it enough that it won't budge unless it's run. Pulled. Yeah, run a string. On a, lever, a series a of thin string, a thin string for a heavy metal bucket. I don't, I don't know if that the rope thing would work, the way that it was set up and whatnot. Yeah, but, I mean, for someone as like cold and calculating as Chris, I'm sure she has a pretty strong knowledge of like pulleys and levers and others. She must. Yeah, right. but Chris, so she wasn't allowed at the prom, but her and her doofus drunk boyfriend Billy mm. are there anyway. Yeah. And they're under the stage. Holding the string. Yeah. Yes. Just waiting. Mm-hmm. And then PJ Souls stuffs the ballot box. Yeah. With all the votes for Carrie and Tommy Ross. Effectively letting me down. Because I... What do you mean? I have, a, I have a little thing for PJ. No. <laughs> She's nice, right? She's nice. I like... Actually, I like Sue Snell more. I like her hair. Sue Snell, the girl who played... I mean, girl at the time, woman... Uh, Amy Irving. Yeah. She was the voice of um, Jess- Darth Vader? Jessica Rabbit. Really? But only when she's singing. Really? Yeah. Kathleen Turner is the voice of talking Jessica Rabbit. Okay. And when and singing Jessica Rabbit is Amy Irving. <laughs> That's weird. It's weird, right? How does that fit into this discussion? It's just a thing about Sue Snell. <laughs> Uh, so so Snell, so Snell is also not at the prom because uh, she doesn't have a date, and she's not allowed to go. Yeah, Tommy's her date. Yeah, so she's not there. Sorry, that's the rules for no reason. She leaves home and she wants to stop by the prom just to see how it's all going because mm-hmm. she's got she's invested in this. Yeah, and we don't have cell phone technology and we can't shoot a text. So say shoot attack. Oh, shoot it. Like fire it off. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were confused. Like shoot a picture or a video. <laughs> yep. Type up a text and then yep. snap a and screenshot. Take a picture of it and then text mail it to your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we got Chris and Billy under the stage holding the rope of pig's blood. Mm. <laughs> the rope of pig's blood. Yes. Like a nerd's rope, but of coagulated pig's blood. <laughs> right. But still covered in nerds. Just to clarify for everyone at home. We have Sue Snell, who has just showed up to the prom just to like hang backstage and watch what's going down. Mm. And she gets there just in time to see Tommy and Carrie win prom king and queen. And too late to see them make out on the dance floor. Well, yeah, she missed that. Yeah. I can't imagine she'd be happy about it. No. This has gone too far, I think. It has. <laughs> and he invites her to a party after. So, yeah. like, probably, what do you think is going to happen there? Second base. Ooh. Over the shirt action. Dirty pillows. Dirty peas. Flipping through her vagina. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, yeah. It's a real page turner down there. <laughs> um, so all this is happening at once. Mm. And Tommy and Carrie go up on stage, and they get their crowns, and everybody's cheering, and Carrie is the happiest she's ever been in her life. Which, like, is lame. (laughs) I guess she's had a really bad life, but still, still, it's just prom. She's had a terrible life, Um, and and we know it's all about to unravel for her. And Sue... That's when Sue spots a, yeah. a rope, a mysterious, taut, thin strand of butcher's twine. <laughs> I think I'd be interested to see how long this movie would be if there was no slow motion. 
if every play everything played at regular speed because that whole fucking last bit yeah dude why not it's played at halftime oh my god yeah that's De Palma's like he won't cut anything no he just wants to like speed up certain things and slow other things down yeah dingus is he a dingus I'm mad at him no he's he makes a lot of good movies oh fine <laughs> This is a good movie. I want to be clear. I like it. I still I like it a lot. Yeah. It it has a lot of flaws, but I still like it. Yeah. I like all Stephen King movies. So anyway, just to wrap it up, um, they dump pig's blood on Carrie. Carrie uses her telekinesis to lock everyone in the gym and start a fire. Um, she uh, then after everyone has been burned alive, she goes home. All everybody too. Except for Sue Snell. Including the band, which, like, as soon as I saw yeah. them on stage, I was like, oh, no, that, that like, eight-piece band is going to die. Yeah, they were just hired <laughs> yeah. to play the prom. Yeah. They're not students. Yeah. They... And... <laughs> maybe they went, maybe they packed up. It seemed like their stuff was broken down, right? It wasn't on stage anymore? Yeah. I need to know that these guys were okay. <laughs> um, Sue Snell gets out of the uh, gymnasium. Mm. But nobody else does. The 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 nice gym coach. Yeah, she is split in half by a just like a falling thing. A falling thing. It looked like a giant desk. Yeah, like a table. <laughs> yeah, like a table hanging from the all, ceiling. Yeah, it was on the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, cut in half by that. There's <laughs> there's comically a fire hose chasing people around the gym. Yeah, that is like that is what I call the stink of Stephen King. Yeah, it reeks of him. Like you were saying, it's basically the same as animating the animals in the hedge maze. Yes. It's just, it's goofy and cartoonish. And that shit happens too. But it's very similar to the uh, Maximum Overdrive. Like, there, I swear there's a scene where, like, a gasoline nozzle is, yeah. like, pointing at somebody. Probably. With, like, a flame and just ready to douse them. Of course. Yeah. And, like... The technology at the time, they did not really invest in the effects budget because to it's not like the fire hose is like snaking and really like quickly chasing after right. people. It's like it is it, it's like yeah, it's sort of um fixed so that there are like waves moving through it, like it wiggle like it the shape of it is that it's like kind of wiggling up and down. Right. Um, but it's just like bobbing up and down to show movement like you would do with an action figure. <laughs> right. And it knocks out a bunch of people, including mm-hmm. PJ Souls. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Travolta and Chris, they make it out of the gymnasium. But everything else burns. Yes. Um, even Tommy, sweet, sweet boy Tommy Ross. Well, Tommy's dead anyway, right? The bucket killed him? <laughs> I mean, the bucket knocked him out cold. The heavy metal bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy metal. Um, and he's knocked out. Everybody in the gymnasium is burned alive. She goes home. She walks home, but then... She doesn't take a cab. No. No. Um, and Chris and John Travolta are in their car, and she's driving, and she's like, I'm going to run her over, <laughs> because that's how much I hate Carrie White. And I didn't see any of the the magic she was just doing. I guess. Yeah. I missed that part where the fire hose was dancing around like a snake. Yeah. And killing my best friend. All of my well, friends. my best crony. <laughs> my best lackey. <laughs> um, and then Carrie flips the car and blows it up. Yep. Fast. Mm-hmm. And then she goes home. And her mother is very mean to her again. First, and- her mom's like hiding around a corner. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> 
which but, was a bit much. But she's very mean to her, and she stabs Carrie. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, Carrie tries to like seek her for consolation. She's right, they like, laughed at yeah, me. You were you're right. right. Yeah, you called it. Yeah, you you're wrong about everything else. <laughs> right, you're right about this just one thing. And so yeah, she, she stabs, stabs Carrie, her. and then Carrie takes her telekinesis mm-hmm. and grabs all the knives and starts pinning the mother to the wall. And what do you know? Oh boy, it's hey. Less subtle than cool hand, cool hand. <laughs> There's no George Glass at our school. <laughs> cool hand, Luke, is what I tried to say uh, before my mouth exploded. <laughs> um, she is pinned up to the wall in a, your traditional Christ pose, um, w- and all of the torso wounds match, match exactly the little Christ in the broom closet. Yeah, all the arrows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the house starts caving in on itself. Into hell, presumably. Right? Yeah. That, again, that's the stink of King. Yeah, but it's unclear. Well, it's not into hell. It's just the foundation collapsing. Yeah, but it's unclear why that's happening, right? Oh, um... She's the, not doing it because she's, like, freaked out by it. Does she... She doesn't kill herself, right? Well, I guess she's, like, she, lost she dies, control yeah. of her power? Is that, is the, that what it is? Is that what we are to understand? Because, like... Unclear. In reality, it seems like what should have happened. In reality, in what reality. it seems like what should have happened is that she kills her mom, and that's the last thing she has to worry about. Right? She's like free. Yeah. All she has to do is leave town because it's the seventies, is- and they haven't invented like crime solving technology. <laughs> that wouldn't. <laughs> you laughed while you were yawning, but it just sounded like uh, you were three and a half feet tall, <laughs> wearing a fancy hat, and you went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good one, Dan. You sound like you were a, a smaller version of like a homunculus. A Morty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like there's no thing. no DNA. Yeah. Uh, all she has to do is leave. Yeah, the only go. blood is pig's blood and her menses and, and her menses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Imagine just footprints her, of her like smell of iron rich blood yeah. out of town. A snail trail. A snail. Oh boy. Snail. Let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. So last scene of the movie is Snell, Snell. goes to the <laughs> goes to the the site where the house used to be. It's a pile of a pile of rubble. It's a pile of rubble, and there's a cross that says it's it is a cross, and it says lot for sale, mm. and on it is painted Salem lot. Oh boy, they were Salem a lot of lots. They were. <laughs> Hinting at the next uh, mini series, <laughs> stupid. Um, yeah, and on the on the sign it says Carrie White burns in hell, mm-hmm. and with an arrow pointing to hell. To hell, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, hell. Okay, hell, oh, yeah. that's the down one. And Sue Snell puts the flowers down at the cross, and then what happens? And then a a bloody hand, probably a mensy hand, mm. uh, grabs her, and she freaks out, and she wakes up. And she's in bed at home, but it just seems like she'll never be right again. <laughs> yeah. So, basic. I mean, this is like the darkest horror movie ending yeah. I, I've ever seen. Really? I don't watch a lot of horror movies. They're too scary. Too scary. Um, but, like, I mean, that is really, really dark. Like, everyone loses. Yeah. Everyone. Every, absolutely everyone loses. Yeah. Everyone loses. The only survivor... 
has crippling post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. No one wins. There's no... Nothing is conquered. Nothing is okay. No, I should tell you, though. Okay. In the sequel. There is a sequel. Carrie's back from hell? Nope. But Sue Snell... No. ...is in Carrie 2. It's a different girl who has powers? Yes. But it's in the same universe. It's not a remake or anything. This is the one that came out in, like, the 90s, right? Late 90s yeah. or early 1000s. It's called The Rage, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing yeah, the trailer. Yeah, see. Yeah. Because I remember it's called Carry 2, colon, The Rage. And it yep. must have come out, or I found out about it around the same time as <laughs> Raging Cradle to the Grave. Smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yes. I can't wait for the next episode so we can stop saying it. Except for at the beginning when I call it Snellum's Lot. <laughs> um, yeah, so well, that's that's the end. That's the how the movie ends with yeah. Sue Snell screaming in her mother's arms. Mm-hmm. Cut to Credit. fucking credits. Yeah. Yep. Um, All right. I'm surprised he didn't either slow down or speed up her crying into his, her, her arms. Well, that whole last scene... Of her laying the flowers down is in slow mo. Yeah, Again. that makes that's fine because it's a dream, right? That's acceptable, Blech. and I guess that's how you sell it, like more as like being a real thing that's happening is mm. by doing it throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, did you? This is a good movie. We agree. Yeah. Good. I would you watch it a second time? I like this movie. And it's a good movie. <laughs> it, so, that's it's not always are, both. Yeah, yeah. Are, they're mutually exclusive. Exactly. Um, I I like this movie a lot. It was my first time seeing it. Was to discuss it. Yeah. Because, like I said, my whole reason for wanting to do this podcast is that I thought of a good name for one. Um, what's our rating system? Um, like, like stars, five, yeah, or grades, or or like superfluous. Uh, details. How many snells do you give it? I give it. Um, I give it five out of five snells. Mm. I give it five months worth of snells. <laughs> I would. I would also. I'd probably give it four and a half snells. Yeah. Only because take a half away for that fucking, that fucking dizzy. tuxedo scene. <laughs> oh, and the dizzy dance. The dizzy dance. I'll give it four. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm oh, I, it to I've just I, I convinced you. So. Well, I was more having fun with the rating system. Oh. That wasn't like a serious grade, but if I'm actually really laying into this movie, I'm gonna give it a four. Yeah, four it's a good movie, and everybody should watch it. I think so. I think um, the morality of it is like confusing enough that you it, it holds up. Yeah, over time. Like, yeah, there. It's not taking a stance for or against. Like female sexuality mm. in a way that would make you cringe at it now. That's true. It's just kind of like this is. <laughs> if anything, it's saying like puberty is horrifying. Yeah. If that's the message of the movie, then I'm still on board. <laughs> that aligns with my politics. <laughs> so yeah, so four and a half snells, four <laughs> snells for Dan. <laughs> that's not. That's eight and a half altogether. <laughs> well. Directed by Federico Snellini. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Is that it? How did these end? I don't know how they end. I get. I mean, we each say Stephen King's name? <laughs> well, next, uh, next episode, we're going to be doing Salem's Lot. Yes. Salem's Lot. I haven't seen it since I was a wee child. All I know about it is... Um, 
the crossover element of it that's in the Dark Tower, which is the main character, right. the priest. The priest. Yes. So I, I've never seen this. So would you recommend Carrie to other people? I think we kind of said that already, Rob. Did we? Yeah. Has owned out. Jesus. All right. Stephen King. Stephen King. Me. Stephen King? Stephen King me. King me. Me? Me? By Stephen King. Is it over?